0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic your
1: fifty dollars beacon always building live from the hogs
0: meat market studios this is out of bounds we're looking forward to going to Ole miss man what a great offense they have so many weapons starts with a quarterback but certainly Deckins is a wonderful running back, and you know, they have two of uh, them actually, and defense is playing so much better this year, and just a huge challenge for us, great wideouts, tight ends, O-line's good, huge challenge for us, you know, we're really looking forward to going over to Oxford and, and playing. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas! And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell, we won't go in attack mode, because that's what's required.
2: On 103.7 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day. here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Kyle Sutherland, in for Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it's been an easy Friday show with so many things happening in the sports world. It's easy to talk about them and have some fun with them. And we know it's a big weekend for a lot of reasons with... Arkansas and Ole Miss, of course, coming up has been dominating the conversation. But still, we'll talk about that and a lot more, though, as we go to the phone lines. Welcome in our special guest who joins us every Friday around this time. It is Steve Sullivan of KATV. And Sully, as always, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon?
3: Hey, very well. Spectacular weekend for football. So looking forward to getting it rolling, my friend.
2: Oh, man. I'm telling you, when when October hits and the weather's feeling like it is, Sully, uh, it just feels so right in the world when you got high school, college, NFL, football, all in the same weekend, and all of it being in the pivotal parts of finding out who's actually good and who's going to be missing out on postseason.
3: <laughs> yeah. the, yeah, the week, It's hard to believe we're in week five or week six. It seems like we just started.
2: Oh, yeah. And,
3: uh... It's conference time, and you you gotta you gotta make your hay early in the conference season, or you're digging yourself a hole.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll talk some high school uh, football with you in just a second, because uh, I do want to get into that. But our conversation today, and really all this week, and I'm sure has been a lot with you, Arkansas man. It things aren't things aren't looking so good right now, at least uh, offensively. There's been some some struggles. There's been some frustrations. There's been a lot of head scratching decisions. Just a lot of stuff going on. And now Arkansas heads into Oxford against Ole Miss, where this game has been crazy. You never know what to expect, but I feel like Sully. If Arkansas can't get any offense going against this Ole Miss's defense this weekend, I just don't think they're going to be able to get anything offensively going in this season.
3: Well, it's a copycat league, and you've got to believe that Ole Miss is just going to put all kinds of pressure on Arkansas to they do something to say you can't do it anymore. You know, they saw A and M get incredible pressure. It is a lot with four, but they brought. Extra people at times, and I think Ole Miss is just going to load up and go after KJ, and and make Arkansas, you know, say you can't blitz anymore. You know, get some blitz beaters. Yeah, you know, catch a guy in a slant and he runs seventy yards. But I think they're gonna they're just going to go after him, and it'll be interesting to see the tact they take. But I would say with the success A and M had with bringing extra people and just going after KJ, um. You know, they almost they almost they did as good a job as anyone has done at almost building a box around him. You know, he he scored it out the first series, but other than that, he hardly had any room to run. And uh, and I just believe KJ, like a lot of uh, quarterbacks who you know depend on the running game to get their you know mojo going, that he needs to run well if he's going to have a good overall game. And that hasn't happened either.
2: Well, I guess uh, maybe the saving grace or maybe something I look at, Sully, as to some silver linings is that K.J. Jefferson, when he goes and plays those Mississippi schools, it seems like there's always a little bit more pep in his step. We know what happened two years ago in Oxford where Arkansas did lose the game, but goodness, was that just an absolute stellar oh, yeah. performance by K.J.? So to me, is that kind of the thing that Arkansas, if they're going to win this game or have a chance in it, they got to have that type of performance out of K.J.? I think they're two
3: highly motivated teams. uh, You know, obviously K.J. going home. Bruce James is from Moss Point, Mississippi, and he talked about just what it meant to him to go back to Oxford and play a game. And, you know, on the flip side, though, you know, we got all kinds of motivation. I mean, we've lost three in a row. We're desperate. You know, we we are really desperate. And then you got the K.J. thing. But on the other side, you know he's beaten that drum this week. They had you down 42-7 at the half, and he has not played well. This is against Arkansas, uh, Mm -hmm. Kiffin's team. I mean, this is one team the Razorbacks have really had their number. And outside of a two throwing a two point conversion, he's string it up and gets Kiffin. And I bet you he's pounding that forty two to seven that they just ran all over you. So I think you can have two very highly motivated teams. And uh, as we've seen in past years in this rivalry, um, it's been fun looking back at the Henry Heave uh, and just another one where anything can happen in this rivalry.
2: Yeah. So, and I know that with uh, this particular game, too, both teams, you know, have had their successes. And Ole Miss coming off that big win against LSU, Arkansas's defense has improved. I know that some people look at the scoring and everything, but you could chalk it up to a lot of times the offense putting in a bad position. How do you feel like the matchup is against Arkansas with Arkansas's defense against Ole Miss's offense? Ole Miss is going to score, but can the Arkansas defense be good enough in this game to at least give their team a shot?
4: Yeah.
3: You know, I love the fact that defense scores. And you know, if you win the big plays, you don't have to play necessarily great down to down, but just make the big down stop and get a field goal instead of a touchdown. Yeah. You know, like that that interception or the return for touchdown by Newton just changed the whole game last week. Mm-hmm. We were out of the game. I felt like you know it was all momentum A and M. They were, had the ball. They were about to stretch it out, and bang! All of a sudden, you're you're back in the game.
4: And
3: uh, you know that's the sad thing is the defense played well enough for Arkansas to win last week, and, and the offense let him down. And um, it's just it's just a hard game to figure. You figure our our defense would be a pretty good matchup for Ole Miss, but you, they're going to go fast and probably present something that we haven't faced as far as organization and and going fast. And they got they got one really really good receiver, um, um, and they're great after the after the catch. And um, it'll be interesting. We can't we can't give up like that. Get gouged for a 50-yard run, or the big plays. That the big plays just kill you, and we got to get a few chunk plays. So, but it's a it's a critical game. I mean, I mean, Sam Pittman's taken a beating. I've never seen a coach go from in a space of like two or three weeks from going very maybe very popular heading you know into this stretch before BYU to people that have just moved on from him, mm-hmm. saying you know he he got us to this point, but he's not going to get us any further. And, and, it's, and it's happened that quickly. And, it, and I think it's a function of, you know, we, we're losing games with penalties, and those fourth and one just are so glaring that we've had problems with. And uh, this is a huge game for Sam Pittman because I've learned in, in the history of Arkansas, if you lose a fan, the only way you get them back is by winning in a ridiculous way. And that was Houston nuts. He'd get fans would get down on him. Then he'd go to the SEC championship game. They get down them again. <laughs> then he'd go to another SEC championship game. But you have to win like that to get the fans back. Not just one week. I mean, you got to you gotta string a couple together.
2: Well, I also saw on uh, your Twitter, uh, Sully, that you apparently had a nightmare about the about this old Miss game. Do you think that there's yeah, anything yeah. to I've, that?
3: I've never had. I've never. I've never had that too. I've never had. I had back to back nights. The the first night was. <laughs> It's a green you could figure. We stumbled at midfield and the ball bounded all the way to the one yard line and went out of bounds. <laughs> and uh but but it was their ball and somehow it was their ball. And then and then the second night it was that you could buy protection for K J. The couple just bought like a protection for the first quarter, and that's when our dream ended. So <laughs> that's that's it, you know it's heavy on your mind when back to back nights you're having a game drink.
2: Yeah, you know it's bad, and in fact, you said uh, f- was it fumbling at the fifty and then going out of bounds at the one, or going backwards or whatever. <laughs> yeah, to me, that's you know, yeah. like, that sounds like a nightmare or a dream. But knowing this Arkansas Ole Miss series, it probably something like that I could totally see happening in this game.
3: Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's going to be fun. I mean, and we're still at the point here where you know, we, you know, regardless of the fact they're eleven and a half point underdog, you, yeah. you think there's a chance here. You know, if we start well. You know, I think we got to start well in this one because we are definitely doubting ourselves offensively.
5: Yeah, and
3: we don't need any more creeping in that maybe we we're not a great offense. And especially those offensive linemen, if indeed they play, Curtis at center, they need to have a good start and feel good about themselves.
2: Well, Sully, so before we let you get out of here, man, just uh, what's on this docket for tonight in high school football for you?
3: Well, Mills and Pine Bluff is a huge game. Uh, and Our tailgate's going to Hot Springs. And Hot Springs hasn't had success in probably, sustained success in probably 30, 35 years. But they've got a coach, Daryl Burnett, now. They won seven games last year. Uh, they are 4-1 and one this year. And it's a great time to visit Hot Springs because, you know, a great coach can make a big difference in a program. And he apparently was the right guy at the right time. But he sparked kind of a resurgence for Hot Springs.
2: Well, it should be a great one. Sully, as always, we appreciate you joining us and enjoy the football weekend and the nice weather, man. And we look forward to catching up you with you too, next Friday. John. Thank you,
3: buddy. All
4: right,
2: appreciate All right. it. Again, that was Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us here on Out of Bounds, just like he does each and every Friday. And uh, yeah, you no, know, Kyle, I know you're big in the high school football scene. And, uh, you know, at this point in time, it's always great to go we talk college football and some NFL, but having the high school football in some of the most intense and important time of the year for them too it it is this is really when it
5: does once it hits october you're a couple games in well in in some cases if you're you know in the six a's and seven a's you've been in conference play for really since about the middle of september but this is about that time where conference races are really beginning to heat up and as you said kind of
2: starting to separate the contenders from the
5: pretenders 501-661-1037
2: 501-661-1037 is the number to call or text in. We have a lot of people on the Southern Structural Solutions text line Try to work through some of these as uh, we've had a lot of good conversations so far this year. This comes from uh, Logan in Cersei says, whoa, what an intro. Is this even the same show? Yeah, we like to mix it up every so often. You know, uh, let loose a little bit uh, from time to time. Uh, Uncle Jesse and Benton says, if we beat Alabama, does it save Sam Pittman's job? 100% yes. Absolutely. Not even close. Like, uh, In fact... Arkansas has got – we'll say this. Assuming they beat FIU, if Arkansas goes 4-8 and eight this season and the one SEC win is against Alabama, 100% saves his job. Because it's that type of game and that type of win that uh, could really get people to say, all right, all right, well, let's, let's see where this goes. It's let's been 20
5: years since they've beaten – Alabama. I think this is the 20-year anniversary since they won in Tuscaloosa.
2: When they, yeah, in they Tuscaloosa, beat, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. They beat them in 06 in Fayetteville, but in Tuscaloosa when they won in overtime. You
2: know what's the worst part about that is that Arkansas last beat Bama in 06. We all know that. There are kids that are freshmen I was just at the University of Arkansas that. right now that weren't even alive the last time Arkansas beat or beat Alabama. Mm. That mm-hmm. sucks.
5: That sucks. And you've know, only been close to
2: Two, three times? I think three times it's been a one possession game. 21. And the other one was, uh, I guess we count the first year with Nick Saban being there because I think Arkansas lost 41 to 38 or yeah. something like that. I don't know if I count that one. I mean, it was a game, but still it was like, that was still not Nick Saban. Yeah. That team went 6 and 6. Yeah. Um, I think they were kind of close, and I know it's so stupid we're even saying this, but I think they were kind of close in 2015, where it like yeah, was like 27-14 on the I road. Think they, yeah, they ran away with it, I want to say,
5: like in the fourth quarter. It was close until about midway through the third. Yeah, but uh, games. So also in 2010.
2: 2010 was close.
5: That's 24-20. I, I forgot about, oh gosh, that's the one that I've never heard Fayetteville louder. I completely mm-hmm. forgot about that
2: one. Yeah, that was the game that if Arkansas would have won, it would have just been... You know, you would have gone 11 and won that year, and it would have been wild, even more so. But the one in 2014 still is the one that uh, makes me mad, because that's one Arkansas should have won about yeah. three different times. Um, but because of, you know, the Cody Walker fumble into the end zone, uh, the Landon... The, uh, missing the extra point. And then, Brett Bielma, for whatever reason, not going for two, yeah. when they go up tw- uh, 12 to 7... And because you end up losing 14-13. to 13. Was a, a, Well, because Landon great. Collins intercepted it to sell the game, kind of like Drake or
5: Patrick sealed yeah. the game in 2010. So yeah, was,
2: uh, yeah. that defense, man. You talk about a defense that, like, did everything. If Arkansas just had an offense that year where they were able to put it together pretty consistently, Arkansas, I still believe Arkansas in 2014 would have gone 10 wins. Because, you know, that was a year where Arkansas went on the road to Mississippi State and played Dak Prescott in number one Mississippi State and lost by a touchdown in 17-10. It's when they blanked LSU. They blanked Ole Miss. Um, back, to back Yeah, back-to-back yeah, back weekends. They should have beaten Bama. You know, they gave Mississippi State all that they wanted. Uh, the Texas AM game, the Tripper-Skipper game, that should have been a win. And then uh, there was Missouri a— Missouri was the one. They That was they, when Brandon Allen was hurt. Went, yeah,
5: Brandon got hurt. So, I think it was almost six straight— or I'm sorry— it was almost ten straight quarters because they had those back-to-back shutouts, and they went like six, uh, ten straight quarters without allowing a point or something crazy. That defense in the second half of the season, yeah, it was oof. just
2: it was disgusting. It was disgusting. So, uh, five hundred one says I totally agree with your perspective on the email. Thank you. And Randall says I love Mike Anderson, but mediocre is what I always think of. He didn't recruit like Nolan and Muss. I mean, that's that's the things we're, we're not even talking about. Mike Anderson. There's no reason in bringing that up, but still, like as far as the the idea of what to expect out of a team and, you know, do you ex- like mediocrity and everything? Let's also put this into perspective, too, folks. Like Mike Anderson, when he took over the program, you know, he, res- he kind of resurrected a little bit. It took him a lot longer to get going, but also he was here for eight seasons. Like Sam pittman's just in now, he's just been three and a half years. So I, I don't know if you can make the, the full fledged comparison, but I've said it before. I'll say it again. If Sam pittman does not make a bowl game this year, that's what I. That's what I am feeling like. Hey, I can't. You can't do it. You just cannot do it. At The University of Arkansas, you must make a bowl game every year. I'm, that's like that's the bare minimum. It's you could go six and six, and then for crying out loud, you can go five and seven sometimes and make a bowl game. So like, if you can't make a bowl game consistently at Arkansas, I, I don't know what to do for you. But the like we talked about in the last hour, you can't go from nine wins to seven wins to five wins, and having KJ Jefferson as your quarterback, having Rocket Sanders as your running back. You know, having the the players that you have had, and then expect that everybody's just going to be fine and feeling good about the future—you just can't do it. Nobody can do that. Ryan's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan?
6: Oh, I just wanted to pile on what you were saying about that about that year. If we if we have Dominic Johnson one year earlier, not Dominic Johnson, uh, Dominic Reed one year earlier, oh, yeah. that that team probably is playing for an SEC championship game. That's the only thing that that team needed was a. Was a receiver that could uh, that you could take over the top. That's well, all you need on that on that team.
2: Well, I think part of it was also too, and you know, not to really go through revisionist history, but Jim Chaney was not the best offensive coordinator, and I, I think that I think if Dan, honestly, it's I, crazy to say if Dan Enos was there a year earlier,
6: maybe, maybe because of all those weapons,
2: to, but yeah. I don't
6: know. I might have to disagree with you on that one there, uh, and the only reason why I do is hey, you forget he's one play from winning a national championship in Georgia. Right, uh,
2: right, but it's so, like at the same time though that team that had Brandon Allen, Hunter Henry, Alex Collins, Jonathan Williams, Jeremy Sprinkle, AJ Derby, uh, you know the offensive line that, that was in front of them, like the fact that they only won six games and they averaged like twenty points a game was that that wasn't good. You can't do that.
6: Be, well, you also you're not going you're not going to take the top off of, off a of defense with just a, a couple of tight ends and you know your best receiver on that team was. Uh, Keon Hatcher, and you know it, you weren't you, you needed somebody to go over the top, and that that was really the only thing that if they they have that, you're talking about a totally different team. And here, here's the other side, point two: you had two uh, two thousand yard rushers on that team, that, mm-hmm. and that was the strength of that team. And that was the one missing piece was that was a uh, was a uh, game breaking uh, receiver on that team, and they didn't have it. So, uh, like I said, I I, I give uh, Chaney a little more credit than probably than most people because of that. But um, I mean, when your best receiver is Keon Hatcher, and I, I'm not dogging Hatcher, <laughs> Hatcher did decent in the NFL, but he was he wasn't a he's not was a game breaker either.
2: Yeah, but, no, I get uh, you. He
6: was very consistent though. But uh, that's my thoughts. Hope you I hope you all have a great day and go Hogs and uh, to the uh, Ole Miss Razorback game. Let's get weird, shall we? No, we it won't. always is.
2: Yeah, exactly. Appreciate your phone call, Ryan. Uh, yeah, like I said I I I don't know. I disagree with Ryan in the extent of. Okay, yeah, exactly. You had 2,000-yard rushers, and you had uh, Brandon Allen, and you had two great tight ends. Like, if The only thing you're missing on that offense is an over-top wide receiver. Even then, you still should be better than 6-6. Well, and in and,
5: and 2014, we forget that Auburn and That was the, the coming-out party. First of Drew game. Morgan. Well, the, well, I'm sorry. The 2015 was the coming-out of yeah. Drew Morgan. I had it yeah. backwards. So, yeah, he's right. That was – I mean, Keon Hatcher was, was definitely one of the ones. Then next year, Drew Morgan, and then Dominic Reed. Dominic Reed. that's one that – really quickly gets forgotten because he was really good. other than the second half well most of 2015 he was really good but after that i think he got hurt and mm-hmm. never saw him again yeah
2: because in that year in 2014 you had keon hatcher led the team in receiving mm-hmm. 558 yards and then you had a hunter henry at second and then after that aj derby and then Jared Cornelius, Cornelius, and then uh, Demetrius Wilson, and then Cody Hollister, who actually continues to play in the NFL. He's the one that lasted the most. Yeah, who would have guessed that the longest? So yeah, just a, it was a weird year back then for sure. But, all right, let's see. Let's go ahead and go to him. He's been patiently holding on for a long time. So uh, Navy Mike, what's up, Navy? Hey, what's
7: up, guys? What's um you, um man? you know, um, uh, hey, what's up, Kyle? You know, um, it's, as far as the whole you know, FOY thing and, and social media thing, you know, with Danny knows, um, you know, John, you, you brought up the point that, well, if, if if you're winning, then that stuff doesn't matter. Right. You know, but but since you're losing, then, then everything gets, you know, ramped up and Mm -hmm. overblown and that stuff. Well, um, that stuff was, was happening back in 06, 07, 08 with, uh, you know, Houston Nut, Houston Nut, yeah, and and, he, and and Houston Nutt was winning it. He went, he won eighteen games in his last two years. Yeah, so it's just like the Hog fans just have this goofy pack mentality where they, if they just don't like something, then they, they then they just you know they maul it to death. Yeah, you know, and I okay. exclude myself from that, but also I I, tr- I trust um, Hunter Juracek. You know, he's shown that. If he's seen enough of something, he'll pull the trigger. Okay. You know, like Mike Anderson, he brought in, uh, you know, muscle Um, <laughs> You know, thank God he, he saw enough of Chad Morris. Because I was calling for Chad Morris' job after in, in year two. Yeah. And everybody, yeah. you know, yeah. all really calling and, look, all were calling and say you know, well, we, we you got to give a guy five years to turn around a program. Yeah. Thank God he didn't listen to them.
2: Yeah, because thank goodness. if
7: that was the case, he would have been fired until last year.
2: Yeah, I know. That's true. That's right? yeah, great. All right. Thanks, Navy. you got to go, man. Appreciate it. Uh, always can toot your own horn. we got a lot more to get to, and we'll get to our picks on the other side of the break here in the football weekend. So stay with us.
4: you got to be because I'm seasoned. Haters, them salty look.
0: This is Trey Reed from the Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumel, Edwards Food Giant, all about tire and brake, Battery Outfitters, and Trader Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's the Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center.
1: Arkansas will take on 16th ranked Ole Miss in Oxford tomorrow with the kickoff set for 6.30. TV coverage will be on ESPN. Radio coverage can be heard on The Buzz. It'll start at 2.30 with the Wild pregame show with Trey Schapp and David Basil thanks to Mud Connections. Stay tuned afterwards for their first security fifth quarter postgame show with Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, and Trey Schapp. Arkansas State will take on Troy at 3. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Central Arkansas will host Southeast Missouri State and Conway with kickoff set for 4. Coverage for that game can be heard starting at three on the point 94.1. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
8: If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit com. You
1: can call Heartland home
2: And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is hamburger steak for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with mashed potatoes for just $4.49 per pound.
3: This is
8: Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment.
1: charged with a crime? Hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with southern.com. At Twin Peaks, sports and scenic views go hand in hand. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge with a menu to match. Pair any of our made-from-scratch menu items with a frosty 29-degree draft beer served by a beautiful Twin Peaks girl, and you're in for a legendary sports-watching experience. Twin Peaks has convenient seating inside and out and a fire pit outside to keep you warm on those crisp, cool nights. And with the wall-to-wall TVs at Twin Peaks, you'll never miss a play. Catch all the sports this season, whether it's NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, boxing, and UFC. It's all at Twin Peaks. You have two happy hours to choose from, one from 2 to 7, and another from 10 to close. Get lunch at Twin Peaks featuring savory soups, salads, and a variety of sandwiches. There's a contactless menu option, which means you just scan the QR code on your table and browse the menu. Order online courtesy of DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views.
0: Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at HogsMeatMarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson, off the zone read play action, pumps once, looking deep, Tesla at the goal line, complete, touchdown Arkansas! Man, is this guy a find or what? On 103.7 The Buzz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anyone can move you this way. Go Finally got you loose from the cage.
8: Okay. I ain't trying to smooth you with.
2: about here on an easy friday show and as easy as the show is it's not as easy as going down to max prairie wings there in Stuttgart with duck season being just around the corner the weather changing it feels so good doesn't it folks we know it's football season but duck season man uh, it's always something i know people here in the state of arkansas enjoy and appreciate and love being a part of and right now you can receive two thousand dollars off a or two thousand dollar max gift card with the purchase of a thor boat motor and trailer package or maybe you need a new gun they have specials on those as well And it's all right there at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And you can also have a great deal with your ultimate vantage point. Let's be honest, you're needing one of those, right? Uh, In fact, I saw David Basil got his first deer uh, from a deer stand just earlier this week. Well, be like David Basil and do it from a deer stand where they have the Muddy Skybox 20-foot double rail rail ladder stand that is sturdy and spacious and right now on sale for $189.99. They got it all at Max Prairie Wings and it is so easily accessible right there in Stuttgart. So you got to check them out today for all of your hunting needs as it's right there on US 63 in Stuttgart. You can also shop them online at maxpw.com. No matter how you need to do it, make sure you do it with Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart because the hunt begins here. Again, it's out of bounds here on an easy Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in. as uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, and uh, we're going to try to go through uh, some things like our picks for the weekend and uh, we'll move to that pretty quickly so uh, Joe's out but we have his picks and also Nathan Monin is out for a reason I feel like it's probably pretty good because I think he is uh, his child's about to be born so yeah can you believe that he's missing out on this for his child but uh still have Chris Shinop though of Arkansas Urology on the phone line so what's up Chris
9: uh hey what's up yeah pretty exciting uh, news for Nathan uh I hope uh, everything goes well and uh Thomas is here before we know
2: it. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. So thoughts, and prayers, to a safe delivery for uh, Nathan's new child. So we got uh, a bunch of picks here to get to. So I can't find the original music that we normally use. So, uh, Chris, hope you don't mind. We're going to have to mix it up a little bit because I forgot where uh, Joe puts the uh, regular pick music. But that's okay. Still get the picks nonetheless. So let's work through some of these. We will... I'll tell you what, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's go with the NFL. We'll start there. Start the NFL games right now because I feel like uh, I need to get out of the funk that I'm in with the picks and how they're going on. So we'll start with the game between the Texans and the Falcons. And Nathan, you can go ahead and kick us off. Who you got with the Texans and Falcons? Or it's Chris? I'm sorry, not Nathan. I said Nathan. Chris, sorry, man. My bad. I was like thinking. I was like, wait a minute, Chris. My bad. Who you got for the Texans? Say, uh, I guess Nathan's
9: in the hospital. Uh, Yeah, I think this will be a pretty good game. Obviously, it's uh, pretty exciting to see uh, what C.J. Stroud's doing down there uh, as QB. I'm going to go with the uh, Texans.
2: All right, Kyle, who are you going to go with? I like the Texans. Yeah, see, I'm going to go with the Texans, too, to be honest. Like, I like what they've been doing. And uh, also with the picks from Joe. Joe is going with the Falcons. And we got Nathan also going with the Falcons. So a little bit of a split there. The next one is the Titans and Colts. You know, the Titans, of course, have uh, been a little up and down trying to bounce back. The Colts, they've also been up and down a little bit, too. But it should be a great division game. Uh, we'll go with you, Chris. What you got for Titans and Colts?
9: Yeah, you know, I think I was the only one that picked uh, against the Titans last week, so I'm not going to do that uh, this week. I, uh, I think Derek Henry, Henry has something going on, and I'm going go, uh, go to go with the Titans.
2: All right, Titans, Kyle. Right, you I'm going to go away, Team Titans. All right, Joe goes with the Titans. And Nathan goes with the Colts as well as I'm going to go with the Colts. So feeling uh, feeling pretty good. So, all right, we're two for two as far as being split. I like that. I don't like when everybody's on the same spot. Uh, Next one, Saints at Patriots. This one is also a good one because the Patriots are trying to bounce back. They have not looked great. Saints have had their issues, at least last week. But they, too, are looking better than what maybe people expected. But should be a good one. So, Chris, who do you got between Saints and Patriots?
9: Yeah, like you said, John, I think uh, both, both these teams are pretty inconsistent, but I think uh, the Saints defense gets to uh, Mac Jones. He just hadn't looked
2: that good this season. to so goes go with the Saints.
5: Okay? Yeah, I know. I think they struggle again, and I'm going to go
2: Saints. The Patriots struggle again, Saints. And so you're going to go and with the Saints, all right? So uh, Joe goes with the Patriots. Nathan goes with the Patriots, and I'm going with the Saints. So again, we got to. Got a, t- a 3-2 split across the board so far in these games. The next one's another great division, a, a rivalry, if you will, between uh, the Ravens and Joe Steelers. This game is in Pittsburgh. So, Chris, who do you got?
9: Yeah, You know, the Ravens are uh, 4-1, uh, I think in large part due to Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think the Steelers will put up a fight, but I'm going to go with the Ravens.
2: All
5: right. Yeah, Steelers got that kind of some similar stuff going on that Arkansas does with their offensive coordinators. Google Matt Canada. <laughs> I'm going to
2: go Ravens. All right, you go with the Ravens. Joe goes with the Ravens. Nathan goes with the Ma- Ravens. I'm going to be on Steelers Island. I'm going to go with the Steelers and that they bounce back. These these games are always weird, but I think that they uh, end up taking care of business there at home. Bengals at Cardinals. Both teams are not very good at all, but this game is going to be in Arizona. So Chris, who do you have?
9: Yeah, you know, I think uh, the Bengals have been pretty much one of the most uninspiring teams of the season. Yeah. But I think, I think they uh, ride right the ship this week, and I'm going to go with the uh, Bengals in a close one.
2: Yeah. I- I'm going to go Bengals as well. Okay. Uh, Joe goes with the Cardinals, and looks like uh, Nathan ends up going with the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, too. I'm going to go with the home team. Until I just, I, I don't know. Something's so wrong with the Bengals, it's hard for me to pick them, but the Cardinals aren't good either. But it should be a battle of bad teams. And speaking of a battle of bad teams, how about this next one? Uh, Jets at Broncos. Uh, the Jets, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they are what they are. And uh, probably should have won against the Chiefs, but it doesn't matter. Broncos have been woo, woefully, woefully terrible so far this year. Games in Denver. So, Chris, uh, who are you going to go with this one?
9: Yeah, John, I gotta tell you, I was, I was pulling hard for your uh, Jets last Sunday night. I, mm-hmm. I thought they were about to pull it off there. For it's a close, uh, it's
2: close.
9: I think I think they're going to ride that momentum in Denver. Denver has a pretty bad defense, so I'm going to go uh, with the Jets.
5: Yeah, they're gonna, the Jets are going to finish it off this week, and Rodney Harrison's going to be really sad. Okay,
2: I like it. So you got Joe with the Broncos. Nathan goes with the Broncos, and I'm going to go actually with the Jets. I picked against the Jets all year long. And I'm not going to do it this time around, which is sure to – because here's the thing. They still lose no matter if I pick them or not, so what does it matter? (laughs) Uh, Now, maybe the game of the season, at least the game of the season so far, the big daddy, you got Dallas Cowboys, who have only got one loss and have looked pretty impressive so far this year, going up against the 49ers in San Francisco, where San Fran right now looks like the best team in the NFL. And this is, uh, of course, a, a historic game between the two of them, but a good one nonetheless. So, Chris, how do you feel about your Cowboys going over to San Fran?
9: You know, John, like you said, this uh, this game is uh, kind of the game of the week. It's um, prime time for a reason. I uh, I think the, the Cowboys' defense is going to put up a good fight. I just don't think they can stop uh, McCaffrey. So I'm going to go Forty Niners.
5: Unlike in the playoffs, the Cowboys do, for the most part, show up in big regular season games, so I am going to pick my boys in this one. Okay, you got Joe with
2: the 49ers as well as Nathan with the 49ers. I'm going to go with the Cowboys too. I don't even care about the Cowboys or care about the 49ers one way or the other. But, hey, listen, uh, those games, I feel like any time it feels like it's overwhelming going to go with one team, then, no, I'm usually wrong in that. So let's move over to the college side of things as Nebraska at Illinois is a game that we're picking. So that's interesting for the uh, Big Ten. Uh, Brett Bioma uh, welcoming in Matt Rule. So, Chris, who are you having this? Uh,
9: You know, i got to say this part, uh, one of the uh, more boring games the weekend. But uh, I think Nebraska uh, wins handedly. Illinois just looks bad every
2: time I've seen them this season.
5: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. With them. I, I just don't think Illinois is going to bounce. I, I, yeah, I'm going to go with Nebraska.
2: All right. Uh, Chris go or excuse me, Nathan goes with Illinois. Joe goes with Illinois. I'm going to go with the Huskers. I'm going to take Nebraska on the road in that one. Uh, the best game of the weekend, most intriguing game of the weekend, the Red River Shootout. I'm still going to call it that. I know it's the rivalry. Oklahoma and Texas there in the Cotton Bowl. It's going to be a great one, at least I'm hoping so. So, Chris, who do you have in the Red River Shootout?
9: Yeah, yeah I, I do think it's be a good game. I think uh, Texas is just too good at uh, quarterbacks, and they'll be the more dominant team, and something to go with uh, the Longhorns.
5: Yeah, I love Quinn Hears. Don't like Texas, but love Quinn Hughes. They're doing some good things there under Stark. I'm going to say they keep this rolling for another week.
2: All right, so you got uh, Joe with Texas and also Nathan with Texas, and I got Texas. So I think it's Longhorns across the board. Let's all hold our nose when we say that. Uh, the next one in the SEC, a great game that we all like, really had circled on our calendars before the season started, LSU on the road against Missouri. Missouri's in the top 25. LSU has not looked good, especially defensively. They need to win in a desperate way, but Missouri wants to show that they're for real. So, Chris, who do you have winning in the Battle of the Tigers?
9: It was pretty disgusting. Like Missouri yeah. is 5-0, to be honest. Uh, but I, I, think, uh, I think LSU is, is going to come in fired up after last week's game, and I think it uh, might be close, but I think they win.
5: Yeah, I think LSU gets it too. Eli Drink, what you got to give it to him, I think he's done a pretty decent job there, especially obviously a 5-0 and o start, but LSU.
2: Yeah, I got LSU as well as Joe and Nathan, LSU across the board. Uh, the other intriguing game in the SEC and could have some really big indications on the SEC West title Alabama going on the road to play Texas A&M. We know that Alabama has lost to Texas A&M before, but uh, Alabama struggled offensively. Texas A&M looks to be a little bit more improved, especially defensively. So, Chris, who do you have?
9: Yeah, uh, obviously I think a uh, and is going to be rocking, and uh is going to want to show uh, all of the tricks he has up his sleeve. Uh, I think Saban uh, is going to be too strong, and I'm going with uh, Alabama in the close.
5: Jimbo's going to win this game for the second
2: time in three years. I'll go Aggies. All right. Well, Nathan and Joe both go Aggies as well. I'm going to be there with you, Chris. I think Alabama is in a low-scoring game. I think uh, they get the victory because they want to avenge what happened two years ago in College Station, and I think they win it in a close one. Another game that is a really good one for all the right reasons, undefeated, Georgia and Kentucky. Kentucky's going on the road to Georgia, which they still look good. They're still the defending two-time champs, but They've shown some weaknesses, especially last week, against Auburn. So, Chris, who do you have in Kentucky and Georgia?
9: Yeah, that was a pretty good game last week. Uh, I know my, my buddy Josh Sullivan, who played at Auburn, was was pulling for uh, his Tigers against nice. uh, Georgia. I think, uh, I think that was a wake-up call for them. And uh, kind of like last year, Kentucky is going to uh, roll into town, and I think they'll get their first loss.
5: Georgia wins by
2: 21-plus. Oh, yeah. It's a blowout city. I got Georgia winning as well. And it looks like that uh, Nathan has Georgia. Joe actually has Kentucky. So Mm. he's going with the Wildcats there. So a little surprising. And finally, the game that I know that we're all so super stoked for, Arkansas and Ole Miss. We know this game's crazy. I need uh, who's going to win and a final score. So, Chris, lead us off.
9: Yeah, John, when I saw you at the station yesterday, we were kind of just talking about how disappointing the season has uh, turned out and and – kind of what we're going through. I think uh things will be a good game. Uh typically we we play them pretty well but I think Ole Miss win thirty-four to
5: thirty-one. Backs up against the wall, Arkansas of course. Ole Miss in Oxford. I'm gonna go Arkansas oh, wow. 45 to 40. It's gonna be a high oh, score gosh. game. KJ Jefferson's gonna go off. Oh man, that would be something.
2: I uh let's see. oh Joe has Ole Miss winning at 42-31. Uh, Nathan has Ole Miss winning. Didn't put a score, but that's okay. We can get that from him later. Uh, I, I listen, I, it's hard for me to pick Arkansas right now. I wish I could join you there on the island there, uh, Kyle, but I just can't do it. I think Ole Miss wins. I think KJ has a game, incredible game, but I think Arkansas loses 52-42 in a final score there. So there you have it. There's for our p- picks of the weekend. And as always, Chris Shinup of Arkansas Urology, we appreciate you joining us as always, man. Uh, have a great weekend.
9: Hey, thank you all. Uh, y'all too.
2: All right. Appreciate it. That's Chris joining us. And now we got to take a break. Uh, when we come up, better back from the break. Uh, I know we'll have some more of your phone calls and text messages. I don't know if Todd and Charles are still there, but if you're there, stay on hold. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. we still got to get to your Razor Hog update. We'll have What's Trending in the World of Sports and a lot more fun here on Out of Bounds on Easy Friday Show. So stay with us. Made it <laughs> it's time for another Corky's Ribs and Barbecue customer review. Corky's, you've got the secret to world peace. It's in your ribs. Every bite is a step closer to global harmony. I propose we have Corky's Barbecue at every negotiation. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue in Little Rock and North Little Rock. At Southern Floor Coating,
8: coatings are all they do. And they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call... You'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year.
2: Transform your patio, porch or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So, while
1: With Fall Appliance Savings at the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. They'll fit your space, fit your needs, and they'll fit your budget, too. Like a new LG laundry set that features a mega-capacity washer
2: to help you do more laundry in less time. And sensor-dry technology to make sure nothing comes out damp or over-dried. Get up to $600 off select appliances, plus up to an extra $100 off select laundry sets. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid September 28th through October 18th. Gas Dry extra. U.S. only. See store online for details.
7: Drug dot com
8: Justin Anchor with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, where we always talk about getting everything you need for your home, but they also are your one-stop shop for tailgating. We are so happy football's back, Laura Beth, and Coffin by Design West has just what you need.
2: Yeah, we do. We have smokers, coolers, grills, and even solo stoves for all
4: those chilly game days.
8: So if you want to stock up and get ready for your favorite tailgate, get out to Coffin by Design West. It's out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Canto Road. You can find out more about all the things they have to offer at CoffinLumber.com. 103.7
1: The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Lion Legal, Bale Chevrolet, Blackman Auctions, Central Arkansas Cadillac, Bath Makeover of Arkansas, and Malvern National Bank. 103.7 The Buzz. The Hawks play here. Same great deals, all new location for Hog's Meat Market in North Little Rock
0: at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hog's Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson, off play action, going to throw a little screen pass left side has completed the five into the end zone touchdown Arkansas. Lucas from 11 yards out and Arkansas is a PAT away from time on 103.7 The Buzz. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more.
2: easy Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. If you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is the number to call or to text in as uh, we'll have what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second. A few things, though, wanted to get to as far as who's been texting on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, This comes from the 501. says, do y'all really think that we can put up 40 points against Ole Miss? I'm afraid our offense is going to stall out and end up being a blowout. Hope y'all are right, but it's at least close. I mean, listen, I feel like if Arkansas's offense was able to put up, what was it, 31 points on LSU on the road, hostile environment, without Rocket Sanders, surely they should be able to Against put a up. a better defense. Yeah, which LSU's defense is not great, right, but, but better. it's better. So if they can do that against LSU, then yeah, I would say that they are capable of doing 40 points against oldness. Miss. Right,
5: because LSU's their secondary by far now. Of course, you know Greg Brooks with uh, which all the best to him. You know this right, situation
2: yeah, scary stuff. that
5: definitely hurts uh, losing a guy like him, but that's definitely their weak point. But Yeah, Ole Miss, Pete Golding has has had a rough start there. So I think also, too, I actually had right at the break probably five people reach out to me, oh, you're drinking the Kool-Aid now because I never pick Arkansas. But Mm -hmm. just the history of this game is just what really makes me say that they're going to probably score around 40.
2: Yeah, imagine if you're you're an Ole Miss fan and you lose this game, though. Like, after beating LSU the way you did, and, you know, again, Bama, it, it wasn't great, but you still feel like you're in contention for the SEC West title. Imagine if you're Ole Miss and you lose this game at home at six o'clock to Arkansas once again. Like, like, what? How do you even react? Uh, probably just getting on social media and sulking it out like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just being that way. It makes sense. Uh, also, from uh, let's see, the Astro Record Life and Feedback. Uh, Trip Keeter says, "Hey, I call play-by-play for the Mills comments." And Kyle can tell you by saying this game in Pine Bluff is a hu- that it's huge, as huge as going to be an understatement. It's going to be an exciting night in the jungle, to say the least. Yeah, I know people are pumped up and excited yeah. about that. Uh, well, I mean, you've got athletes all
5: over the field, plus Razorback commits against each other. Courtney Crutchfield, oh Pine yeah. Bluff, Charlie Collins at Mills, and these a lot of these kids grew up, you know, playing against each other, and actually. Uh, Courtney Crutchfield and Charlie Collins are cousins. So oh, not only really at? good friends, but they're uh, also cousins. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of storylines in this one, especially the fact that these guys know each other so well.
2: All right, before we uh, take uh, another phone call, we should get to the top of the hour update. Uh, let's go ahead and get to what's in the world of sports. <laughs>
0: What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com
2: or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's happening in the world of sports? Last night, the Bears destroyed the Washington Commanders, for some reason, I don't—I don't even know what to make sense of. You know, talk about football being weird. Not saying the Commanders were a great team, but the Bears were just a train wreck. And they went forty to twenty. When none of it makes sense. But I'm glad though, because actually on my fantasy football team, I had Justin Fields and I benched. There were many in that. I, I yeah. benched Tua this week. Oh, you benched Tua for, for Justin Fields? Okay, nice. Because the projection said that he was going to get like one point more. Now Tua may have an incredible game this weekend, but I'm like, all right. I feel good now about the decision. So, uh, Justin Fields had 282 yards and four passing touchdowns. And uh, the big game came from D.J. Moore with three touchdowns and 230 yards receiving. So, just a monster over there. But uh, great game for them. And uh, some other NFL headlines, too. Uh, The Broncos, we know that they uh, had waived Randy Gregory. Well, now, not the case because they're trading Randy Gregory to the 49ers. Uh, they had planned to do it, but said that they said, felt like it was something best for their team right now, and that was before the 49ers reached out. The 49ers are going to send the Broncos a sixth-round pick for 2024 in return for Gregory, and a seventh-rounder in the 2024. So, Good luck with them. That's all I can say. And also, in some other trade news in the NFL... Chase Claypool, which is from the Bears, and he had some issues and wasn't on the team, but uh, the Dolphins have traded for him as they're going to be getting Chase Claypool, and they also place left tackle Teron Armstead on injured reserve. The Dolphins are going to send a 2025 sixth round pick for the Bears uh, for Claypool and a 2025 seventh round pick. So, Chase Claypool back into the mix uh, on the NFL side of things. And also, uh, Sean McVay expects Cooper Cup. to play this weekend. We know he's been battling injury, but they're expecting him uh, to step up and play this weekend. Also, the NFL is not going to discipline Jamal Adams for his outburst after being uh, concussed. And having a – which I'm glad they didn't. They didn't sure. need to do that. It, it, it was just – something I mean, that he missed a bad. lot, and then non-plays, he's down. So a lot of frustration. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's cool. it you know, It was just emotional for him, so I totally understand it. Uh, and as far as any other major news – I don't want to bring up that stupid thing with Dan Enos again. That's, I'm, over I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. But that's what's trending in the world of sports here on Out of Bounds. Go all, all, and fart to West Rock Coffee. All right, uh, real quick before we take a top-of-the-hour update. Oh, Stan, in, he hung up, man. I was going to get to Stan Woodrock. I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, J.K. in Fairfield Bay says, thanks, John, for encouraging report for Hogs. I don't know, like, encouraging report. Did I give an encouraging report, or was I being maybe too – maybe that's a sarcastic comment. I don't know. I feel like I'm always, you know, the quote of the, <laughs> the fanboy here, out. But, uh, I listen, I, I'm hoping Arkansas wins. I hope that they win. I hope K.J. goes off and – I would love nothing more than to ruin Ole Mrs. season once again. Uh, that's kind of a thing that is really fun. If you can't have a great season, at least maybe you can ruin somebody else's. Yep. That's the way I look at it. But uh, Also, uh, Just Chuck says, I had DJ Moore on my fantasy. Yay, me. Yeah, nice, man, Nicely done. Uh, 501 says, Don't You Cry No More. All I can think of is South Park Guitar Hero episode from that song. <laughs> yep, that's a great one. It's a great one, 501. And uh, also, let's see, Doug F. and Little Rock says, Foster Domus prediction, K.J. will line under center for a quarterback sneak and bust one for about 20 yards for a touchdown, but Hogsley's 38-28. All right, well, if that happens, we'll give you all the credit in the world, Doug. But we have the third hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. And there's so much to get to. We'll have Chris Marler joining us at 330. But we want to continue to hear from you on an Easy Friday show. Call or text in 501-661-1037. We will look at some of the big college football games going on this weekend and give our thoughts and opinions, as well as getting us some Saracen picks as well. So much fun in the final third hour of out of bounds. So you better stay with us because it's coming up next.
8: It's kayak chaos. At Arts Marine, pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Moken 10 and Lur 10 kayaks. Your Granddaddy Trusted Arts Marine, so should you.
1: Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get. With the financing options that